All right, so um, let's get right to the drinks. Right to the drinks and right to the topic. Right to the drinks, right to the topic. Um, this is a Tommy concoction. I let's. I'm gonna tell the. Do you want to hear the name or the story first? Mm, story. All right. So the story behind this drink is last time I went to um, Highlands. North Carolina? No, it wasn't. No, it was uh, Dahlonega. I went okay. to Dahlonega. That was another wine went, tour. Yeah. Dahlonega and uh, two of Claire's friends live up there. And uh, I got there after like four hours. Or no, it wasn't. It was only like two hours of driving, two and a half hours of driving. And we got there and Matt, who is Catherine's husband, Catherine is Claire's friend, uh, get into their house. And the first thing before we even take a seat, he's like, what do you want to drink? Yeah. And he walks me over man. and he has a beautiful liquor set up, liquor rack. And uh, he points me straight to this because I was like, I don't want anything too hard. And he points me to bourbon ball. Chocolate bourbon, Barton's chocolate bourbon ball. Uh, I tasted it. It was amazing. And I've been looking for it ever since. Tower has it, of course. Oh, Tower, Tower has never let me down. And what Barton's is, Barton's bourbon ball is just uh, Bailey's, but instead of whiskey, it's bourbon. And, and chocolatey instead of just, just cream liqueur, it's chocolate cream liqueur. Correct. Yep. And... Um, Alex and I put a little tad of Maker's Mark on top just to make it a little Cheers. more alcoholic. Thanks Cheers. for sharing, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so good. Yeah. And so imagine what it's oh. like without the Maker's Mark. It's basically chocolate milk. I like it better with. <laughs> but no, you're right. You're yeah. right. Also, if anybody hears any ambient noise, we have a little floating row around. So don't mind her <laughs> licking, chewings, chompings. I think she was just chomping on some food. And she she likes to eat only when we're home because, yeah. I don't know, she feels safer or something. Yeah, maybe. I <clears throat> I also, I love to say et cetera. And now I feel like I need to start saying et cetera. Because what? remember that was, uh, we had the glass cast with, with Tara. Glass. Well, Split. You've seen the movie oh, Split, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Remember how Hedwig always said et cetera? Yeah, he yeah, has a the best. lisp. Yeah. Oh, my God. I only saw Split, didn't see Glass, didn't see Unbreakable, but I plan on doing it, and I didn't listen to the episode because I plan on doing it. Yeah, I was a little down on Glass, and I just want to say everybody, there's all three are good and worth seeing. Okay. That's all. What's your order, just so I know? And my favorite, Mm -hmm. favorite Split, second favorite Unbreakable, third Glass. Okay. All right. So So if Split wasn't as good as it was, you might not have watched the trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's... Because you saw Split first? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, topic. What's up? Resident Evil. Oh, I beat it twice already. <laughs> twice. Such a good game. I it's, just beat it last night. It's it's a near perfect game. Mm-hmm. It's a 9 out of 10. Okay. Maybe 9.5. I know we've already bored listeners yeah. with it. So. Moving on. That was not the topic. <laughs> the topic, I am burnt out. <laughs> I already knew what you were going to say and, before you even said and it. And I, I love it because I, I drove over here and I was looking for a, uh, a parking space in Tara's insane truck that I haven't been able to sell yet. And I was like – or he actually said, oh, dude, I've, I've just had a heck of a couple of past days at work. And I just – I was like, Tommy, mojo. And just <laughs> said, save it for the podcast. <laughs> Which so, is the thing we say a lot. Yeah, save it for the podcast. But I am – I'm going to speak somewhat generally vaguely only because I'm paranoid you know, because okay. this is a public forum. Yeah. But at any job that I've had, and I've had quite a few, mm-hmm. I sort of just let things pile up around me. Okay. And I get to the point where I know that if I, if I wanted to get caught up mm-hmm. 
if I tried to get caught up, if I even wanted to, which I don't, I don't even know if I could. And then it's like, all right, it's time for me to move on. <laughs> and it varies by job. It's really funny because I swear to God, <laughs> I was just thinking that today. Dude, and I call them get out of jail free cards. If you get a new job, you just clean slate. <laughs> and then, then I'll last three months, six months, two years. Who knows? Uh-huh. I have yet to last two years anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I can't do this all my life. I cannot do 40 hours a week, nine to five desk job for the rest of my life. And, and I have some things in the works. Okay. And works. <laughs> and again, I, I'm being generally vague. And, and I think this is going to be an exciting year for craft heads. And Tommy and I are going to have some cool stories and updates and yeah. things to share. But ah, I'm burnt out, man. Yeah. Can't do it. I, I feel you. I totally feel you. I, I was been trying to catch up at work this week because I've been a little behind. Not because I've been slacking, but because shit's been piling oh, up. Your, yours is different. I, yeah, right. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I, I feel like I've been working pretty hard, but there are some things that I spend a little more time on because I want to get them right, and then other things pile on up after that. Right. So I'm getting a little edgy myself yeah. and you know my my situation i'm also going to be a little vague didn't work out right um so i understand your pain but what was the breaking point today i i don't know if it was today specifically it's, it's been a it's been a slow burn mm-hmm. it's like just boiling in a pot mm-hmm. you know and, and it's starting to boil over and just experiences i'm having things that you know Things that people tell me. If a good example. Uh, here's yeah, a little. Give te- me something. That Here, here's say. a little teaser for for next week. Uh, I I'll be doing the one on one number two with Jay Kurtz. Okay. We've talked about him before. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm, a he's mm-hmm. a CHP brother, friend, homie, patron, all that good stuff. I've known him almost all my life, almost as long as Tommy. Yeah. Twenty years. Is this twenty years? Finally, this it's, year. Yeah, we've always been rounding. Now it's. I think it's official. It's actually coming up. Is it? Yeah. I. I never know how old I was in third grade. I don't. Yeah. I, I can't do that. Yeah. Like I have eight. to. Eight. Uh huh. Okay. So yeah, twenty years. If I mean, you turned eight in third grade, and I think we met the second half. Like I think I did. That I don't remember. Neither do I. But I think it's official now. Twenty years. Okay. Twenty years. So Cheer- Vegas. Cheers. Cheers to Vegas. Twenty years. Cheers to Vegas. Yeah, okay. To the Vegas. That was what a tangent. Um, but we live for tangents. Where the where were we? How somebody said something. In oh, particular. thank you. So Tyler Pico, mm-hmm. who was our first one-on-one and the official sponsor of Craft Heads Podcast, he was down in Tampa, and you know I they he got in touch with Kurtz and they hung out and you know whatever for a night while he was there. Mm-hmm. And I was talk- texting Kurtz about his business and he's doing very well and everything. And, and he said, yeah, we were talking about you. And he said, we both agree you need to do something on your own. Yeah, on oh. your own or something along this. I can't remember the exact wording. And it's just like he, he said some some things I truly appreciate. He's, mm-hmm. He said, you've never put more than like 20% into any of your career jobs. Uh-huh. He's like, imagine if you put in even like 60 or 70. And then more importantly, what if you put your whole self towards something that you love and that you want to do? Damn, that's a really good way of putting it's it. It's just <laughs> – and, and I know he's right and I, and I appreciate him saying that. And it's just a matter of figuring out what it is. And again, I have some things in the works. but I'm really curious what you mean by that. You'll know sooner than the audience. Oh, okay. I will tell you this. One thing that I love passionately and plan to continue pursuing – 
Stock market. Craft Heads podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I love it. Craft Heads. A little quick Craft Heads update. You guys have probably noticed. Um, we sort of have like three avenues now because Tommy and I can't always align schedules. So we have the regular episodes. We now have movie casts, mm-hmm. which can be with anybody. It just so happens that Tara and I did two. One for Venom and one for Glass, the Glass trilogy. And then the one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. So I did uh, Pico. I'm going to do Kurtz next week. And at any time that the spirit moves Tommy, he can interview anybody. Mm-hmm. So Or do a movie cast myself. Exactly. <laughs> so it just sort of it gives us an avenue for more flexibility to make sure we're getting out a, a, an episode weekly. Mm-hmm. But tell me more about your situation and feelings and thoughts. Uh, on my job stuff? Yeah. On life? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, you know, I a long while back, I don't know if. I would say it was about three months ago, three or four mm-hmm. months ago. Uh, I got caught by an Instagram ad that was a guy named uh, Jason Bond. Almost James Bond. Jason Bond. And he really James likes Bond. to say Jason, Jason Bond. Bond. Oh. He always says it. Yeah. So, But he's marketing himself. He's a he's like a, a, a penny stock guru, small cap stock guru. Okay, cool. And he uh, really, truly believes that he can teach anybody his system that'll work. And he's constantly putting out updates like screenshots. I'll get emails almost daily. Screenshots of like $20,000 he made, $30,000 he made. He barely ever put, puts losses. So, I mean, why would Yeah, you, you don't do know that? what's going on behind the scenes. Right. But he's, I mean, from what I'm seeing, this guy is pretty, like, like the full story. I, I, I signed up for his free seminar. Is where the Instagram ad caught mm-hmm. me. I watched the the hour long seminar, and uh, Kurtz is gonna love hearing that it was an Instagram ad. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I get caught by those a lot. I buy shit off of Instagram all the time. Segway, and there we go. Segway, real quick. Yeah, I got caught <laughs> on Instagram. I bought a candle the other day. That's from, really random. From well, Claire loves candles, and I'm sure series listening is like, oh, he said candles. I'm right, right. Well, Instagram obviously, because fuck NSA. Yeah. Um, but I, I bought a candle because it has – I saw it. It's foreverwick.com and it said, candle burns for 70 hours, genuine diamond inside. And I was like, what? So I clicked on it because that's that's what got me. I was like, diamonds? Cubic zirconia. Fuck? Yeah. No, genuine. Not real Cubic diamond. zirconia is diamond. It's just man-made. Okay. So I got this candle. And I was really excited and I was like, I'm going to burn this candle and I can't wait to pull the diamond out. So I got about 10 hours, maybe 15 hours into this candle and this little paper, this foil ball started like showing up in the wax because it burnt through and then it was like in the wax. This is hilarious. And so I pulled out this vial right here and there is a genuine diamond in this vial and it can be valued all the way up to $10,000. Ah, I see. Here's the diamond. Can you see it? Oh my god, it's actually cut. Yeah, it's a cut diamond. It is a fucking... It's the size of a piece of sand. Yeah, it's... It's a grain of sand. It's a great idea. I actually love this. (laughs) I know. It's like gambling. It's basically gambling, but like... Oh no, gambling... Candle gambling. (laughs) What what are we doing? That's me, dude. I get caught by it This is real cloudy. I know. I know. So it's probably like worth like $2 maybe. Yeah. That's pretty great. There it is. That's it. It's a real diamond. Let me see. Oh, where did it go? I'm going to feed it to Ray. <laughs> She'll be fine. This is so great. It looks like plastic. I know. I, I really want to... I'm going to... I have a watch at a jewel right now. When I go pick up that watch, I'm going to bring hey, this with stop me. Hey, being a psycho. And get it... Uh, 
get it appraised because I just want to know how much it's actually worth. It really, it really doesn't look like a diamond, <laughs> but who knows? It could be. It it's it, it feels hard in my hands though, which yeah. is a good sign. It doesn't feel like plastic. That's that's so great. Yeah, I, I love the whole so thing. that was really funny that I was able to segue to that because I had it right here. Yeah, that's fine. About it. But anyways, Jason Bond, back to what mm-hmm. we were talking about. Uh, he has like a seminar, and then he's like, I can teach you everything and give you tell you exactly what to invest in and how much percentage of your total investments that you should put into this. When to short it? When to when to long it? Um, all these positions. And he's and it's like a hundred dollars a month. So I, I'm so tempted. A hundred dollars a month is not that much, but it, it. I mean, you're also you could be just throwing away that money if you're not going to actually. Or that's a hundred. You could just do research on your own and learn a little something. Right, but I want somebody to tell me. Right. Well, <laughs> if it works, yeah, yeah, of course. And then once I like, once I get used to like looking at the charts and what I'm looking for. I think that that is a route that I could pursue that I would really appreciate and be. Proud of. Robin Hood is in my top three most used apps in my screen time every single week. Yeah. I, I, my, my top five in the past week, I'm so proud of this. Mm-hmm. Messages, so mm-hmm. texting. Okay. Email, okay. Safari for internet. Okay. Robin Hood, Google Maps. Okay. No want, distractions. Uh, no distractions. That sounds life. good. Let's see what mine is. I probably, unfortunately, I don't know. Where, where do I go for that? And I encourage all of our listeners, yeah. you, as long as you're not driving, do this. Yeah, do it right see, now. No bias. See what you're uh, doing. Um, what would it be? Battery? No. It, it's literally screen time and settings. It's oh, screen time. Perfect. Last seven days and refresh it. Uh, Tommy's iPhone? Last seven days? Yeah. Make sure you refresh it. Um, like pull down or whatever. Tommy's iPhone. Last seven days. Refresh. All right, you ready? I'm ready. I'm excited. I love this. <laughs> number one, Safari. Uh huh. Number two, Messages. Okay. Number three, New York Times Crossword. Ooh, that's real solid. <laughs> number four, Reddit. Okay. Number five, Twitch. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Not not nothing else. Number six is Instagram, but it's only forty six minutes in the last that's, seven days. That's awesome. That's I, not much th- at all. No, that's that's negligible. I'm I impressed. average less than ten minutes. Most a day. people probably have at least two social media channels in that top. Five. I agree. I would bet basically anything on mm-hmm. it. So that's awesome. a really cool thing. I'm glad that you brought that up. Cheers to us not being yeah. slaves to the yes. to the social media system. Well, mm. you gave me a segue. Okay. Slaves. Oh God. <laughs> Corporate slaves. <laughs> oh, okay. You got me scared there for a second. <laughs> so, Larry, uh, <laughs> I will. Um, I this this is fine. I'm just digging myself deeper in a hole, and that's okay. I'm okay with that at okay, this point. Let's hear. Neighbors, uh, James was the one who initially said it. Mm-hmm. Several weeks ago, he dubbed me the patron saint of fuck the company. <laughs> which I loved. And I I have since expanded it to definitely fuck the company, but fuck the system mm-hmm. and fuck the man okay. and all that. Just yeah. anything that makes you do something you don't want to do, fuck that. Yeah. So obviously the the construct of having a 40-hour-a-week job and everything, that falls very squarely into that category. I wonder how you'll feel about the man once you... Beat the system? Once you decide to do something on your own. Like finally take on a job on your own yeah i don't know i'll probably it'll probably just reaffirm my feelings okay that's my right. guess so this did you th- do your taxes yet 
<laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> I have – that's part of what I'm going to talk about. Okay. I have uh, two – I was thinking in the future we could do a money cast mm-hmm. at some point. You know, just ideas for future episodes. And We talk about money a lot already though. Well, no. This is a little different. Okay. I want to empower our listeners and help them to think of the schemes that I think of. Okay. Because I have hit a few – massive home runs mm-hmm. in the past weeks and I can't talk about them right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to, it's going to have to be at a later date because they're, ske- well, they're schemes and they're surprises, mm-hmm. but I'll tell the listeners about those ones later. But I want to share uh, one victory and also one uh, grievance that I was not able to get around. Mm-hmm. I have, I've filed my own taxes for what, you know, five, six years now. Mm-hmm. Never had to pay a cent. Uh-huh. I had to pay this year. Yeah. You know why? With, why? That's um the cutting that's tax breaks cuts on the higher tier that have happened. Okay. Cause I, I think like uh it went from like thirty-five down to twenty-seven max. I, I don't quote me on that okay. at all. But like for the people who make over a million dollars or over ten yeah. I think it's over ten million dollars, they're taxed less. This is so we have to pay more now. But this this isn't no no no, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. TurboTax was charging me. To file. No. Just say no. It also said that to me and it said you have to upgrade to be able to do this. And I said no. And I just kept hitting no and I was able to do it. I know. I did the same thing. (laughs) Trust me. And you weren't unemployed. Mm. And it's total bullshit. I mean on some level you're probably right. Mm -hmm. And they catch you because as soon as you give them a whiff of something. Mm -hmm. uh, And there are things I don't report. So fuck you Uncle Sam. (laughs) But anyways. um, (laughs) The – the unemployment part, once they got a whiff of the fact that I collected unemployment mm-hmm. f- during that stint last year for like 10 weeks or whatever it was, mm-hmm. uh, they wouldn't let me go. And I tried to skip it and be like, this doesn't apply to me and everything. Uh-huh. And then I was like, you know, with the, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to play it safe. I am going to report this income, even though I already paid taxes on it because mm-hmm. I didn't claim any allowances. They took it out when I got paid. Right. But they claimed I needed it and uh, I, I had to upgrade to Deluxe for that. It mm-hmm. happened to James also for having an HSA. Wow. And he backed out and said, never mind, this doesn't apply to me. And all the way at the end, they caught him again. So mm-hmm. you have to watch out for that. But here's the disgusting thing that made me want to kill myself. I have never had to pay to file state either. Uh-huh. For some reason, this year, I had to pay to file state taxes on uh-huh. TurboTax. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Deluxe was 30 and state was 40. Uh-huh. I, at this point, I, I don't have any you allowance. You pay 30 and 40? Yes, I I don't don't have federal and state, so paid 70. Deluxe for in general slash federal and then 40 for state. And I don't have any, I don't have any allowances or withdrawals or whatever. And so I I get money back every year. Mm -hmm. And at the end, they they tell you, don't worry about getting out your credit card. You can just take it out of your return. Mm -hmm. Well, I get to the end with everything done, you know, because that's, that's where they want to get you. They want you to say, oh, I don't care and just Mm -hmm. click. Yeah. Not gonna work on me. Yeah, it was one hundred and ten dollars. Okay, and they itemized it. It was thirty for, and I'm telling this for everybody as a warning. Watch these cocksuckers. Mm-hmm. It was thirty for the deluxe, forty for the state, and then there was like another. It almost looked like a duplicate charge for forty. It said something like filing from or like taking from tax federal re- refund or whatever. And I was like, what? What is this? And I was trying to think. That itemized charge was the ability. To let them receive payment out of your refund. That's fucked up. I hate it. I hope everybody involved in that decision dies. Mm -hmm. That's so 
that's just deceitful. Yeah. And I detest them for it. So I backed way up and I was like, no, I paid with a credit card. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, it was 70 bucks. Yeah. Plus I got a thousand frequent flyer rewards with Southwest. I, I know. I saw it after yeah. I filed. Yeah. I was mad. I was like, damn, yeah. I missed out on that. So anyways. There's so many like, like, like work throughs that you can do these days where if you click through a one portal. Ebates is my favorite. Ebates. 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 Um, and then what's the other one? There's a, there's like that add in honey. Have, do you, do you, do you still use honey? No, but I, I remember it. Yeah. yeah. I think you were the one that told me about it. Yes. People use that too. The data collection like, freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah. There's, well, I mean, you can't get, I know you can't get away from it, but it was like really bad. But anyways, Ebates actually, my, my February payout's like 165 bucks. Oh, nice. I ordered company gifts with it. Oh, good Uh, call. (laughs) Spent like over $2,000. Nice. So anyways, uh, that's one, that's one thing I want everybody to watch out for. And then another thing, this is a huge home run. Everybody's going to love this. Mm -hmm. Mechanics have to make a living. Mm -hmm. I get that. Mm -hmm. And I respect the work they do. Bring it to James Slice. Yeah. <laughs> I have been going to Express Oil for a while because it's right next to my house and I thought I could trust these guys and they did pretty good work in the past. Or so I thought. Took my car, my piece of shit 2013 Chevy Cruze Eco. I hope it explodes. Uh, it was overheating again, even though it overheated last summer. And I got that fixed and that was hundreds of dollars. This time, the guy tells me, long story short, he says the thermostat's blown and he's like, you need... We think there's a coolant leak from your water pump and we think you should replace it. it he was vague. It was $750 for parts and labor plus tax. So we're looking at over $800. My car isn't even worth $8,000. i am not paying ten per- more than 10% of the value of my car to fix it when I hate the car to begin with. Yeah. I hate all cars, actually. That's a very fair thing to do. Such <laughs> shit. So I get off the phone. I talk to James. And he, he's downright jazzed and like zealous. He, he said, Alex, it's all bullshit. He actually called me at work. He's like, he's just saying fancy words to scare you, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other thing. He's like, I know we can do this. Mm-hmm. And I called my dad for, for father's blessing. He said, you, you and James should go for it. He's like, you can't make it worse. Worst yeah. case scenario is you go back and you have to pay them. So James, on his lunch break, because he's a saint, Saint James, he <laughs> buys a thermostat for the car. And everybody involved in the conversation agrees that the water pump's fine. Gets the thermostat. I get home because I, I had left the, the – I had the cruise towed from Express Oil back to the apartments. James had fixed it by the time I got home. I didn't even get to watch, which I wanted to do. And that was hilarious because he was so excited. Mm-hmm. Car works perfectly. Yeah. $83. <laughs> A tenth of the price. Yeah. And I took it to another mechanic who comes – Yes. I took it to another mechanic who comes very highly recommended and trustworthy – I took it to him today and he was like, there's nothing wrong with your water pump. And he charged me like 45 bucks for like a complete inspection, this Uh, time, whatever. And I was like, I will give you all my business if you treat me well, mm -hmm. if you continue to do this. Yeah. So question when people charge you for things and try and – oh, I I forgot about the most disgusting part. When I called back the guy at Express Oil. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this, yeah. And I told him – I didn't even tell him my plan that I was going to try and fix it on my own. Mm-hmm. I just said, Jeff, I can't put that much money into that piece of shit. I, I'm done putting money into that car. Mm-hmm. And he gets out his, his quote-unquote calculator and magically <laughs> the price became 475 That's so stupid, dude. It's, it's, it's not it's, – it supersedes 
unethical and goes to immoral. Yeah. Like that's wrong. Mm-hmm. So he'll never see another penny out of it. He lost so me, before. you, yeah. Tara, and anybody else that I talked to. Should, as, I wish you could call him back and be like, look, you had our business. You lost it whenever you did If that. I cross paths with him again, I promise I will. You promise? Swear to God? Swear to God. Yes. I can't wait to hear. I Ooh, hope you handshake on the podcast. That'll be a good <laughs> follow-up. So those are my quick stories there. You know what we need to do? Yeah. Do you have something else you want to talk about? Uh, you continue, and I might have one other quick I thing. was going to say we need to we need to bring some levity to the podcast. I feel like we've been talking. Oh, dude, we all we do nothing but levity. Uh, well, here's the thing. Which is good. We All of our episodes lately have been very... Um, the, like we do a lot of catching up because we sure. don't ever see each other. That's anymore. very... That's levity, though. So it's true, but... Something that's funny. Let's talk about like uh, uh, a time that you and I had back when we were younger. Okay, so in other words, uh, <laughs> the topic, the other thing I wanted to talk about, the in my notepad on my phone, the things I hate uh-huh. topic. Save that for another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect. Let's get a you, little bit lighter. You can you can look out for that in another week, guys. Things you love. Can yeah. I tell the listeners a story yeah. about you? It's, yeah, it's a little embarrassing. Go for it. Okay, I'm going to tell you about. Uh, my one of my first kisses uh-huh. that you were in the room for. You should tell them about the one for me too. But go. go okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Uh, so. All right. Here we go. It's. We'll start with Claire's me. coming. I don't think so. I think that Rose just bar- like grew out and. Bro, you're insane. <laughs> um, one of my favorite stories of you is uh, I we went to Samantha's house. Mm-hmm. I'm not, we're not going to drop last names. Right? Yeah, uh, we went to Sam's house. And I was and I was interested in her friend Caitlin, uh, and we, oh you and I, God. went to her house together and we played. Uh, oh, I know what you're doing. <laughs> yes, I definitely want to talk about this. All right, we played uh, Truth or Dare, right? Yes, yes. Uh, once, so and obviously the goal for Caitlin and I knew in the back of our minds we were going to like end up kissing each other. Kissing because yeah. we're what grade? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, I had, I think so, I had kissed a girl. I had kissed Danielle one time oof. before that. But, uh, oof. yeah, so, <laughs> uh, Caitlin, this was like my first real kiss, but like real, real, real one. And, uh, so we were playing Truth or Dale. And, and the kiss is the, the second part of the story, not even that big of a deal. Me yeah. and Caitlin, we, they, you guys dared us to kiss. Right. You turned off the lights, we kissed, and yeah. that was it. Like, and my heart was racing. But during this <laughs> game of Truth or Dare, I think Samantha, did she dare you to like pull out your balls or something? The balls are so specific because I don't. <laughs> I know. I, no matter how we got there, I'm gonna blame it on me. Okay, I'm right. sure I instigated. Yeah, because you're a crazy little child. Um, what do you mean was? <laughs> and what do you mean little child? <laughs> Every nothing's changed. Well, you were the same person just 20 years ago. Correct. Correct. <laughs> uh, no, this is like 15 years ago. But anyways. Uh, we were on their bed or Sam's bed and something happened where like they, they wanted us to like show nudity and you <laughs> pull, you zipped down your zipper and you pulled out your balls. I gave, I gave <laughs> bubble just gum. the skin, just the skin. And it was stretchy. <laughs> this sounds so Dude, I'm loving it. I'm glad that you like it. I'm thrilled. And, and it was stretchy and like, and got, it got like all gunked up. On the zipper. You, and we you make a ring looked, with your finger We all it. looked at your ball sack and it looked like a pack of bubble gum. It's bubble gum. Bubble gum. Chewed bubble gum. I, I'm like, look, it's bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. 
Dude, and, I love bubblegum. And uh, Sam and Caitlin <laughs> loved it, and then Caitlin and I ended up kissing, and then we went home. And That's perfect. That was the story of one of my first kisses, that you were with me. And I was with you on your first kiss. You were? Tell, tell us. Okay. Tell, tell the listeners. Yeah. Is it listeners this week? It's listeners. Listeners. Um, my first kiss was uh, at a fire hall dance. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of those back in 6th, 7th grade. I, this this would have been 7th grade, I guess, toward the end of the school year. Yeah, it was right near my house. Yep, yep, yep. Because Tommy lived really close to the, the Patterson Fire Hall. Mm-hmm. And that's we had these dances. That was that was actually with at the end of every dance, that was the DJ that went, see ya. Oh, he did? I swear yeah, yeah, to yeah, God, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's why whenever you started, when you made see ya, <laughs> I always thought of that guy. <laughs> I wonder, didn't know that wonder, you related it. Yeah, I wonder where he is. See ya. In a ditch. But anyways, um, yeah, first kiss, whatever, you know, seventh grade, slow dance kind of thing. But also a Caitlin. Really weird. We yes. never thought about also that. Also a Caitlin. <laughs> and I, feel, I wonder if I kissed your Caitlin. I feel like I – because she was a romantic interest in sixth grade also for me. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. We both like the same girl. Yeah. Of great course. times. Yeah. And it, actually, your first kiss was my first real girlfriend. Remember that? My first. Yeah, 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 yeah. How fucking weird. A we lot never, of people do. We never her. think about that anymore. Yeah. No, with good reason. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, just just the feeling. Thinking about middle school girlfriends. Yeah, the, the cloud nine feeling, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I had a brain checkpoint, as I always describe. I love brain checkpoints where there's something so vivid and important that you just remember it really well. And we left. You had a BMX bike. Mm-hmm. And I just remember you had pegs. And you, also the kiss being the secondary part of this story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it was more about being gay with Spitta. Yeah. <laughs> and Tommy's riding home on the BMX, and I'm riding on the pegs on the back wheel with my hands on his shoulders. And I, it was a beautiful, like, late spring, early summer night. Again, first kiss, and I felt like king of the world. Uh, let me let me set it up just a little bit more for you. Yeah, uh, I remember we went to the, that dance, and you were, and you kept telling me, "I think I'm going to kiss her. I'm going to kiss her tonight." And then, what Gorby wants, Gorby gets. Yeah, and then the very <laughs> last slow song came on, and you're like, "I'm going to go do it," and I lost you. You like went into the crowd, yeah, and I was ready to go, so I was just kind of waiting for you to have this this slow dance and hopefully kiss her. I didn't know if you'd you do know it. what song I think it might have been. Was it like an R. Kelly song? You're close. All that stuff blends together. Yeah. I think it was Brian McKnight's Back at One. Oh, nice. I'm pretty sure. One. You're like, like a dream. Country. I think you're right because oh, I remember I was there was something. Right with that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Here, I was ready to do. No. You're like a dream come true. Yeah, it's too late. Now. I do want to start a boy band at some point. <laughs> There's another job venture. It for is. You. It is. A uh, job. You, you came back from that slow dance. And I just saw this giant grin on your face. I knew you'd the do Gorby it, but smirk. I didn't ask you about it. Yeah. And we got on the bike, and you were on the pegs. And it was only like a mile, mile and a half home. And it was like flat land all the way back to my yep. uh, to the condos. And you were on the back. And I was like, you did it, didn't you? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. This, this is going to sound really weird. I have a middle school era slow dance song associated with you and Brooke. Uh, it was... I don't know if it's right. Amazing. Amazed. Amazed. Lone Star. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. So that is a real thing in my head. Yep. Absolutely. Because she loved that song. And me and her like dated, I'm putting that in quotations, for like a year and a half. Yeah. That was like 
hour song. Dude, so, that's phenomenal. And that was actually a really cool uh, send-off. They, whenever I left Pennsylvania, and that was a big deal because nobody left Pennsylvania in our small little town. Right. We threw that giant bonfire for me. You were there, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, of course. Oh, yeah. And all, like, everybody, all my good friends were there. And uh, it was at, once again, it was at Sam's house, funny yeah. enough. Uh, and, uh, we had some crazy times. At, do you remember the, the, the one time? Uh, yes, I think so. Like Hakeem rolled up and we thought like, we thought they were going to like bust in and I don't was know. That, it, was that whenever we were watching Trapped in the Closet? Closet? Yes. Yes. That's what it was, man. See, we have so many good memories from this. And, and that day, that, that same night, mm-hmm. I, I had had my wisdom teeth taken out the day before and I shot... I shot hoops with you at Patterson Courts. Uh, up, oh, wait. Was, or or I somewhere. It was, I thought it was up behind your house. Like that oh, no, no. Time. That was a different time. Okay, we did right. that multiple times. But yeah, this, I remember right around that, ta- that same time. Um, yeah, that was... That How was, was your wisdom teeth experience? Was it bad or good? Flawless. Okay. My Viznich, he, he, that was the father of a kid oh, I went right. to school with. Mm-hmm. A wizard. Mm-hmm. I, I took drugs. I took pain meds the first day, which I... Watched an entire movie. It was the Deadpool, Clint Eastwood. Don't remember a thing about it. And uh, I didn't take any more pain meds after that first day. Oh, that's good. It, he was incredible. The only thing that was extremely painful was whenever he would remove and reinsert uh, packing, Ugh. which not all oral surgeons do, but mm-hmm. he did because, you know, it's, it greatly reduces the risk of infection. And I'm glad he did because it was perfect. Um, I called Trent on the way home from work today and I was just like, Hey, I'm driving home. I, I just had a long drive. What's up with you? And he was like, well, I got a colonoscopy today. I was like, Tommy's colonoscopy <laughs> episode number whatever. I said, welcome to the club. Yeah. And he was just like, yep, yep, yep. I said, first thing, how was the drugs? Yeah. Because, oh my God, those drugs were amazing. Funny enough, I was listening to Conan podcast on the way to work the other day and he was talking with, um, David Sedaris. Do you yeah. know who that is? No. Uh, he's a comedian. And Conan and him started talking about colonoscopy. And Conan said, whatever that drug they give you is so amazing. And David's actually a doctor. And he was like, oh, Prothofol. Oh, and I was that's like, hilarious. Prothofol? I don't know. Sure. But they both had a little love session over that drug. Dude, that drug is the best. So I'm excited for you to get a colonoscopy someday. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> it really is not that bad. You just kind of clear out yeah. and then you take yeah, the drug. Best matter. drug in the world. Go to sleep. Wake up. You're done. Wake up. You've been violated. You're done. Yeah, no big deal. Last parting thought. You know the story <laughs> I was thinking about kissing-wise? What? Me? We yes, were... I know. No, for My me. sister's friend. Yes. Yeah. The St. Martinique <laughs> apartment. Yeah. We were young and naive and we weren't into drinking at all or anything. But his sister was about of that age mm-hmm. and they came in super late at night. And I don't remember what happened, but we were that girl said room. I was cute. We were in the living room, and, like, this 16-year-old who was looked really hot to us as, yeah. like, 9, 10-year-olds, whatever, yeah. 11-year-olds. She was hot just because she was 16. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, she came in, and they were all hammered, and she was like, oh, my God, Alex, you're so cute. And yeah. then she kissed you on the cheek, and you were like, oh. And we were you. in bed together <laughs> in the living room on a fold-out couch yeah. or some shit. God. Uh, I think this is a top five. Yeah. I, I hope listeners you guys enjoyed this as much as we did it started off rough because we were upset about work and, but and now it's all better it, you end it with good stuff and i love you i love you too oh uh, oh, oh. <laughs>